Nugget, are you ready? It's a short one. Just because you can. Just because you can. Amen. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Sometimes we think about that and think about what, what you've done or could have done, but you shouldn't have done. Or maybe you did it and you never need to rethink things. Especially if the Lord tells you don't and you say, well, I can. Never mind. Okay. Father, we praise you. Just give you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word, Father God. That will be, we will be inspired, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will open our hearts up, Father God, to receive greater revelation, Father God, even more than which is taught. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks in Jesus' name. I will say uh, we thank you for your, your, your prayers for us this past week. If I do get emotional a little bit, uh, please forgive me. Okay? This morning, I want you to look around. Look over the building and the faces of those sitting around you. You see, this is a different place today. When you walked in this morning because you stepped into a new season and a dimension of God this morning. You see that we serve a God of seasons. We see it in creation. God has created the four seasons that are based upon rotation of Earth's uh, orbit around the sun. The seasons change as the Earth moves, but the sun in our solar system remains constant, and everything revolves around it. Much like the earth, our lives should revolve around the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Our lives will change or have seasons, and we will enter and exit many seasons. But the Son of God forever remains constant, yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13.8. Life is made up of many different seasons, and not just seasons like winter, spring, summer, and autumn, different seasons of life for different emotions and different responsibilities. Each moment of time, each phase of life must be treated in a manner appropriate to the event. There are life changes, our abilities change, but each is a wonder and a challenge oftentimes. God doesn't measure seasons with a clock and calendars, but through truth and revelation. So one way that you have a season this morning is... Whenever God gives you a fresh word, 
You've just stepped into a new season. Let me repeat that. Whenever God gives you a fresh word, you've just stepped into a new season. Glory to God. You can have new, new seasons each and every day as you read the word. Let's now turn to the book of uh, Ecclesiastics, right after Proverbs, Ecclesiastics chapter 3. This was written by King Solomon, who was at that time the wisest man on earth. So we'll listen to some reasonings here. That's Ecclesiastics 3, beginning with verse 1. To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get up, a time to get and, and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. Verse 7. A time to rent and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. Wow. Again, to everything there is a season. There are seasons that you will not want to go through. And there are seasons that you don't know why you had to. Because we go through a tough and rough season doesn't mean that God doesn't love you, nor that is he finished with you. The enemy offers two lies concerning the seasons that we are in. Reason one is forever, the forever lie. The second is the never lie. When we face negative circumstances, he tries to make us believe that it will, he will, he tries to make us believe that they will go on forever and that all things will never change. Both, both these are lies created to keep you in worry and fear. There are hearts and minds to be troubled. Both are untrue because sooner or later, everything in our life will change. The difficulties we encounter won't last forever. And even the good things that we enjoy in our lives may not stay and remain forever. It's important for us to learn and to adapt ourselves to the season 
of change. They are part of the process of life. Difficulties eventually give way to good times and become better times. Although everything does change, we don't have to be afraid of change. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever exists now in our lives or that which will exist in our future will be temporary because life is a continual process in which nothing stays the same. No matter what you're going through at any given moment, sooner or later, it will pass. In the meantime, we can count on God to be with us, to deliver us, to honor us, and to satisfy us with a long life to show his salvation. So if you'll turn with me to, or back to uh, the book of Psalms, Psalms 91. In Psalms 91. This is Psalms 91, looking at verse 14, beginning with verse 14. Because, that's Psalms 91, 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. What a promise. Whatever season we're in, we can fall back on these words. Since we're in Psalms, let's go to Psalms chapter 23. Psalms chapter 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there's a season. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Whatever, wherever we are, he's there to supply us with all needs. Amen. To anoint us for whatever situation that we are in. To become more than conquerors. To be victors. To give us joy. Verse 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's some comfort. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We will face some trials and tribulations during the seasons in our life. But as we continue to believe God, and place our trust in him, he will fulfill his promises to us. And those troubled times 
will give way to better days. Philippians 4 and 6 says, He who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That's Philippians 4, 6. He has begun a good work in us. We need to shake off that which has a season of hurt or, or trials. Shake it off because it's going to be better. Change is inedible. It's going to happen. Just look around the world and notice the difference today. Look back five years or ten years. There's big changes. Look at last year or even yesterday. There's changes. Just remember, we serve the God of seasons. He knows where you are. He stands by us. There is a season of loss, a loss of job, a loss of family or friends as they move away, the loss of a, a home or a car that might be destroyed. We have some people that have lost their homes and cars this, this past week. Or maybe someone may die. Huge losses. These are all devastating losses that may occur sometime during our life. And we will get through those things. New seasons always bring new challenges. A new season will always transform lives for the better if we stand with God. Things are always going to change. Some, sometimes changes are exciting, filled with, filling us with joy. Sometimes change will be difficult or very painful to endure. But you will survive. Either way, we make it, either way, we will make it through the changes of life without worrying or becoming fearful or upset if we keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus. We must continue in the things that we have learned. Let's go to 2 Timothy. That's 2 Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 3. Again, we must continue in the things that we have learned. According to 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 14. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through the faith in which is in Christ Jesus. We have to keep those things that we've learned protected, guarded. Don't let them slip away because the enemy 
comes to say it, it never will take place. It's, nothing's going to change. Colossians, since we're in that, that section of our Bible, let's go to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 1. As we go into seasons, we have to know that it's time for us to mature. We cannot remain as babies any longer. We have to mature. Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse 9. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard, do not cease to pray for you. And to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and longsuffering, with joyfulness. Whatever season we're in, we can be joyful. Verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Wow. An inheritance with God. It's, you can say it's Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Because he's able to perform. Let's go on to the book of Hebrews once more time. Hebrews chapter 5. In Hebrews chapter 5, We are admonished. To pass what we've learned on. So in Hebrews chapter 5. Looking at verse 12. Or beginning with verse 12. For when. For the time that you ought to be teachers. You have need to teach one another again. Which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And become rich and become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. We need to become teachers, not babies. That which you've learned through the scriptures. We need to share with others that they become become mature. Because each and every one of us will pass away from the from the scene, whether we move away, uh, Someone comes in, they're going to need the help. You have to be the mature one to, to help them and not be the baby and ask them to help you out. Verse 13, for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. 
But strong meat belongs to them that are full of full age, even those who by season, reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. We need to, like I said, pass it on. Pass the good, pass the good things on. Share the good news. Ye recall the rich ruler that had the fields, and they were harvesting the fields, and he had his barns were all filled. And he says, "There's no place to put them. I've got to build another." barn to put everything I have in. And that's what he thought. But that night, his season has finished. He was being taken away. And he didn't share it with anybody. That's a waste of life. We need to share the good news of the gospel with others. That's the only treasure we're going to bring with us in heaven. You're not going to bring your car. You're not going to bring your house. What money you have is going to stay here. Somebody's going to use it. I know when we give to the mission field, we are helping many people out. But if we would, if we, if we would restrict and say, what have you done here in this city? Would you be lonely in heaven because you never brought anybody to the Lord? Or even try to give them a seed. Say, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as a personal Savior? And you've never done that? Would you be standing alone in heaven? And you see somebody else with crowds of people around them because they were thanking them for sharing the gospel? That's a heavy thought. We're required to minister to others. It's your season. Let's continue. Let's go to book of Proverbs. Book of Proverbs. And we're just about ready to close up. Proverbs chapter 3. We're talking about seasons, how they minister in our life or should minister in life. That's Proverbs chapter 3, looking at verse 26. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Whatever season that you're in, you have confidence that the Lord's going to get you through it. 
said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. As he told many in the, in the Old Testament and in the New, New Testament, be strong and be of good courage. Do that which I've called you to do. Thank you for all the amens. Go to Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30. Well, I'm sorry, I have the wrong one. Is it chapter 3? Maybe I'll try chapter 3. Three, five. Nope. Sorry. Wrong one. Okay. You're about ready? Okay. I'm done for the present time, yes. Okay. Am I on? Okay. All right. God will always, if, as we stay in tune with the Holy Spirit, God will always prepare us for what's coming, I've found. And um, you all know that we just, Benjamin went to heaven. <clears throat> when Buddy, months before Buddy passed away and went to heaven, the Lord told, told me he was going to go, and I told Pastor, and Pastor wrote it down. It was in November. And he passed away in April. Well, for a month, a couple months, the Lord has been having me tell Pastor, enjoy him while we have him. Enjoy him while we have him. I mean, it, it was like a, a broken record. And um, Benjamin was special. He never did anything wrong. He was happy. He was a happy boy. So it's very... The whole thing, you know, anytime you lose someone or an animal or whatever, it's a hard situation. And for, we get very close to ours. So God will always prepare us to go through by his word in the Holy Spirit for what's coming. If we'll stay in tune with him, good th it'll be good things. It'll be, you know, things that are about to take place. Life just happens. There's a time to live, a time to die, like Pastor said, and a cycle. And so we have to stay prepared and keep our ears open because the enemy would like to send Ishmael's and God sends Isaac's our way. And so we need, need to be led by the Spirit. Is this, everything God sends is good and perfect. It's, everything is a gift, a blessing, even though sometimes it might be hard at, they're at the end of it. The Bible says things are better at the end than in the beginning. Amen.
So one thing he wanted me to share today was steadfastness, how we need to be steadfast in our service to God. And let's turn to Joshua 23, 7. You know, we live in a world today that people are crazy. I don't know if you've noticed that, but they're crazy. Some of the, you know, there's a law in Santa Barbara right now that if a store owners pass out plastic straws, they can be put in jail. They can have heavy fines and put in jail. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I couldn't believe it when I heard it. So don't ask for a straw if you go to Santa Barbara. Bring your own. So in Joshua 23, 7, that ye come not among that ye come not among these nations, these that remain among you, neither make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them, nor buy yourself unto them, but cleave unto the Lord your God, as ye have done unto this day. So God is, God is calling us in this hour that we live in to, to cleave unto him. You know, when you, when you cleave onto something, you hang onto something with everything you have. In verse 15, For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot, yea, thou shalt be steadfast and shalt not fear. Well, what this shows me, if we're not steadfast in the things of, of the Lord, fear and confusion can come in. And there's, there's nothing worse than when you're going through a trial or a test or anything when fear and confusion try to come in. That's why it's so important to walk uprightly with God. In the last few months, I feel like I've been in Bible school again. The things that God's been teaching me. Um, I've been studying in Revelation, and the things in Revelation are so powerful. I challenge everybody in this church to study to get in Revelation, get it on your iPad or whatever, and listen to it and read it at the same time. It will be life-changing, trust me. Okay. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your, your labor is not in vain, so always be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Steadfast and unmovable. We need to know what we believe and stand on it no matter what and don't let anybody change our minds because the enemy will try to come in and get you to believe something that is totally against God. Next one is Galatians 5.1. Stand 
fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. How many remember the days when you were in bondage? He's saying here, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made thee free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The next one is Philippians 1.27. Only let your conversation be as it becometh, the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. So he's asking us as a body to come together and stand in faith. You know, there's a reason why we're word of faith. There's a reason why we'll believe as we do. You know, we, we went to school because we believed the doctrine that they were teaching there at Rhema. And Brother Hagen was the most balanced person I have ever known. And he wasn't ashamed to correct what needed to be corrected. Thank God. Um, Philippians 1.27. Did I do that one? Okay. 1 Peter 5.9. Whom resist steadfastness in faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that, sh that are in the world. You know, sometimes when we go through, it, through things, We think we are the only one going through this. But we have brothers and sisters all over that are going things much worse than us. So we need to resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. 2 Peter 3, 17. Ye therefore, beloved... Seeing you know these things before, beware, lest ye also be led away with the error of the wicked. Fall from your own steadfastness. He says, Beloved, seeing that you know that these things before. He's telling us to beware, that we don't fall away from what we know. Amen? Preserving to the end. Job 17:9 The righteous also shall hold on his way and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger You know pastor said there are seasons the seasons that we are going into right now because of the things that are going on in the world are causing us to become stronger and stronger so hold on to our way. And he, he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. Don't you want to be stronger in your faith? I mean, 
honestly, for the last three months, it's been me and God, and if people call for counseling, and then I have one friend that I was with, but it was Pastor, me, and the Lord. It was a time that he took me and wanted me to sit down and get in the Word and understand things in a deeper depth than I ever had. And I studied the life of Paul a lot. And so, you know, we're getting ready, and we are fighting the good fight of faith. But God, I remember Brother Hagen saying those things that come on the earth, there will be a remnant of word of faith people praying that will turn it around. Well, I want to be part of that remnant. This church is to be part of that remnant. A remnant isn't a lot but they're strong in faith and the power of his might. In John 15, 9, As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Galatians 6, 9, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Don't become weary in well-doing. The enemy is trying to make you feel like you have a load on you. Don't become weary in well-doing. You are going to reap if you faint not. In Hebrews 12, 1, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. You know, as um, Lee, uh, Benjamin was passing on that day when I was holding him, the Lord had me say to him, you fought a good fight, you finished your course. And that's what, what I want God to say to me when it's time for me to go on to heaven if it's before the rapture. You have fought a good fight and you finished your course. There is a course that is set before every one of us. It was planned before the foundation of the earth. And God has that course. He's already paved the way so we can walk in it. The enemy might throw some, some rocks or something, but that doesn't matter. You will finish the course that God has set before you if you continue in his word and stay fed steadfast. First Peter 1.13, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is, it, that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end, for the grace that is in is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Last one, Revelation 3.11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man 
take thy crown. Hallelujah. Hold fast what you have so no man can take your crown. He's not getting my crown. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Thank God. In conclusion of seasons, I have one last thing. And someday you may say this. <laughs> it's a poem. They say that I am growing old. I've heard them say it times untold in a language plain and bold. But I'm not growing old. This frail old shell in which I dwell is growing old, I fully know well. But I'm not growing old. What if my hair is turning gray? Gray is honorable, they say. What if my eyesight grows dim? I can still see to follow him. Who sacrificed his life for me there on the cross of Calvary. Why should I care if time's old plow digs furrows in my brow? Another house not made with hands awaits for me in glory land. My hearing may not be as keen as in the past it may have been. Still I can hear my Savior say, Come, child, this is the way. The outward man do what I can to lengthen our, this life's short span, shall perish and return to dust as everything in nature must. But the inward man, the scripture says, the inward man is growing stronger each day and every day. Then how can I be growing old? I'm safe with the Savior's fold. My soul shall fly away and leave this tenement of clay. This robe of flesh shall drop and rise to seize the everlasting prize. I'll meet you on the streets of gold and I'll prove that I'm not growing old. So that's a season. Yeah. Uh, that was by John E. Roberts. And I have a, one last uh, quotation about season changes. Sometimes we stare so long at the door that is closing that we see too late the one that's opening. And that was by Alexander Graham Bell. So, you want that read again? Okay. Sometimes we stare so long at a door that's closing that we see too late the one that is opening. And 
for a title, Seasons. Glory to God. Boy, we can get out early this time. Buy <laughs> Where my watch stop? You. <laughs> I mean, but look how far things have gone. Yeah. I mean, I remember if you wanted to have, if you needed to call someone, you had to take your car, drive it to a payphone, make sure you had money, and put it in that, that payphone. And that was how, just not that long ago. Things are going quickly. Again, we we so appreciated your your prayers yes. this this time, and continue to hold us up. We're, we're there's still some emotions there, so we just need to be strengthened that that area. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, that as we go through the seasons, Father God, uh, we cling to that which is. Strong and stable, Father God, the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks that he is our all in all. Now, as we go our separate ways, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we are blessed. And, Father God, we can be blessings, Father God, to those that we come in contact with. And may it be so this day in Jesus' name. Amen.